You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Amazing Race After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Amazing Race After Show. Well, it's a little bittersweet tonight in the AfterBuzz TV studio. This is the finale after show for The Amazing Race Season 24 All-Stars episode, Do You Believe in Magic? I'm your host, James Wallington, and across the table from me are two of my favorite people. Hey guys, I'm Jessica Carroll. Hi everybody, I'm Justin Nichols. And Justin, what did you bring tonight for our little celebration for the finale? Well, you know, I figured it'd be fun because we've been saying <laughs> all season long how we play drinking games when we watch the show. Especially some of you had some great ideas of what we should do for a drinking game <laughs> for our After Buzz recap. So I figured, why not just bring alcohol right here to we the studio? We can start our drinking game. Right? Yeah. I think it's a pretty good idea, right? Yeah. I love it. And since people were tweeting us and YouTubing messages us, you know, when we should drink, we figured we'll make a drinking game of tonight and celebration of it being the finale. Well, I'm all well, for it. I'm all for it, Let's too. Okay, it, right? so we decided that every time... I mention that how, how horrible, horrible this, this season, season was. was. <laughs> Every time I mention the, the country girls, you're going to be hammered. That's okay. Okay. And every time you mention how many stars we get, how many ratings or four point five ratings we get, I will be drinking. Yeah. And that was thanks to that was a viewer's suggestion. Right. That was a suggestion from oh, a on viewer. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And we should throw the Achilles in there. I think well, we should just drop Achilles bomb. It didn't even explode. Oh, that was oh, for those of you guys that are gonna be watching on YouTube, you see that I'm like, I'm like bracing myself for this like big poo. Even have a we towel. Even have I a have towel. a towel. I wanted it to be bubbly. So oh. good. Oh, all right. That's what I get for only spending eighty two dollars on a bottle of champagne. I love it. No, I think it was like eight dollars and twenty cents. While Sorry, you're pouring, you Justin, we should talk about our overall thoughts. For the finale of this episode. What did you think, Jess? Oh, gosh. We're diving right into the thoughts. Oh, yes. Okay. My overall thoughts was boring. I was bored. (laughs) I mean, honestly, there was all of the challenges, the detours, the roadblocks. Mm -hmm. There was no physical challenge, no mental challenge. It was just, okay, let's dig a hole. Let's get in a box. And then let's stand (laughs) in a box and go up. Like, it was so boring. Totally. And I don't know. I I mean, the taxi thing is just, I was over it. Justin? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think part of it, too, is that maybe if we would have loved the whole season throughout, we would have maybe had different, you know, yeah. I'd be like, oh, this was amazing. But you're right. The emotions kind of carried over to this final episode. And I feel like we all kind of maybe knew what, what was going to happen. I mean, it didn't seem to have the intensity that the other finales do. Like, when I think of the finale of The Amazing Race, I want it to be suspenseful, still the edge of my seat. And I'm sorry, watching them screw in, I don't know, like 240, oops, maybe 241 <laughs> light bulbs is not quite the intensity I was hoping for yeah. for a finale of a show as good as The Amazing Race. I felt like the producer and the editor had to edit it to 
keep us like engaged Mm -hmm. you know by oh is it gonna be caroline or is it gonna be dave when we kind of knew It, it was more of a show because it was edited in a trying to entertain us but just yeah it just didn't have any of the elements you need for finale like even going back to that light bulb when they're like Oh, they're pulling up ahead of us, and then you, they showed an outside view, and it was comical. Like they're pulling ahead of us as you go one mile per hour up the hotel. I'm like, the go, go on. Yeah. Like this is not a race. You're like, oh, we're gonna catch up. And they, five minutes later, we're gonna catch right. up. Like, ugh. And they couldn't control how fast they were going. It was all. Yeah. There were two words that stuck out to me with your guys' critique: intensity. I agree. There was it was lacking that mm-hmm. from the yeah. very beginning, and yours was control. I think this whole finale and the circumstances were completely controlled. Yeah. And it was out of the team's control. From the moment they got picked up in those SUVs, their driver was in control. Mm-hmm. But it's it's productions driving, not the team's driving. You also see the taxi cabs. Yeah. If you watched really closely, I thought it was interesting how every cab driver had some sort of earpiece in their ear, whether it was a Bluetooth or they were wearing headphones. It just seemed a little bit suspicious. If you go back to the earlier seasons of The Amazing Race, what sticks out to me that makes the finale what it is, is when they are scrambling to find plane tickets. Because the plane ticket to get to that final city is make it or break it or do or die. There have been teams in the past that completely miss a crucial flight, and they're already out of the running. And it comes down to two teams in that final city racing for the million dollars, and that's what makes it intense, because it's anyone's game. It relies on your resources of, okay, I've raced 12 legs now, this is the final one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put everything that I've learned yeah. or the mistakes that I've made to test this final leg to prove why I'm worth winning a million dollars. So I think it definitely lacked the intensity. I think it was completely controlled, which made it really, really boring. It was yeah. just everything was out of their control. And I wanted to see them driving through Vegas. I wanted them to yeah. get lost on their own because it's there's so much at stake. Yeah. You didn't see them really going for what was at stake because there was just no intensity and there's a million dollars on the line. Yeah. So. But I think it's also important though for our our viewers and our listeners to also remember though we've been really critical this season and I think it's because we are such passionate fans but we are passionate about the, I mean, I really do think the show is great. You know, and it's oh, very, no, no. and it's I very mean, easy. Yeah. No, I, I know that, I know that we all know that, but I think sometimes like, I want to make sure that everyone else still knows that yeah. like, I was disappointed with this finale, but I don't want people to think that I'm, that I dislike the amazing race. Right. Well, like, I, you're do, in luck, I, though, I do think it's a great one. was saying that on yeah. social media. Sorry to interrupt. I was just no, saying, yeah, you're right. everyone was tweeting us. Uh, we what we feel is exactly what people on Twitter were tweeting us. Right. Yeah. But it was just more of a letdown and a disappointment for an all-star season. Going back to what you even said, where was the mental challenge? Yeah. We saw last season with Jason and Amy. They had to build right. a totem pole of what, yeah. the currency or whatever right. for every place they visited on the leg. This is all-stars. Yeah, and I love when they have a challenge where you have to rem- remember back all yep. of the challenges because, I mean, a lot of these challenges – they're they're forgettable mm-hmm. instead of like when when we think back to like like even last season I can remember more challenges from last season than this season totally but it didn't even I think we'd have still been kind of like wah wah on this even if it was just another normal episode if it wasn't even the finale you know what I'm saying like you're right yeah. where was the looking like tying the bow and like really packaging up that final episode to kind of really end things you know where well, you look back at the different episodes and how they that all comes into play and in, you know the final challenges there was none of that you're yeah. right it just seemed like another normal leg however this time the mat was bigger at the end you exactly. know i was like that's kind of how i felt and everyone else was there clapping <laughs> the best part was the skydiving which we'll get to right but i think overall i think everyone's in agreement with our fans out there and us here on the panel 
it wasn't the best season. It was pretty horrible, in my opinion. So let's just have a drink before we... Drink to that. Cheers, cheers. (laughs) And give us even something more to look forward to for the next season, season 25. Yes, absolutely. So last night, obviously, they're leaving Europe, and they're heading to Vegas, which is their final destination for Mm -hmm. this this season. And I loved how at the beginning, though, they kind of recapped all three of the teams mm-hmm. and kind of showcased what got them to the final. Yeah. And I want to point out the country singers because I think they did pretty beautiful job at executing their package saying, you know, it said with Jennifer's charming persistence, they were able to get so far. But as the competition got tougher and there were fewer teams, they needed more than just charm to win it. Yeah. And I think now looking back on the season as a whole and their edit and their story, Mm -hmm. it makes more sense. And I was pretty hard on them. Yes. But hearing Phil say that and having the host and everyone behind them on that level was nice to hear. Because I agree. And also, they did really well for not winning one leg. Mm -hmm. They didn't win one leg. I mean, honestly, I don't think they pretty much are the best team because they didn't win one leg. And they they almost won. Like, we'll get into that later, but it wasn't even like, oh, they did pretty well. There was a real shot during this episode that they were like, holy moly, they might surprise the world and win this. There was actually one point in the entire episode where my heart was like kind of getting excited mm-hmm. and that was when I thought I was so proud of my country girls for being yeah. in second place. I, I really thought they were going to come out of nowhere too. Yeah. There was yeah. one point I think is because they were the first ones to the Mirage. The yes. first ones yeah. to get to the light bulb challenge and I was like oh my gosh Caroline Jen came out of nowhere. Is that taxi driver. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it really again makes it or break it with these mm-hmm. taxi drivers is it's all luck, and I wanted yeah. to see them. I want them to rely on their own skills <laughs> to, you know, fight for that final finish. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think Country Singers definitely stepped it up, and we hear more about Brenchel's baby. That should be another thing we drink too. All right, I'll drink. I'll yeah. drink. Brenchel's baby. Drink Rachel's baby. Gosh, feel sorry um, for that baby. Heard that a million times. And then of course, drink again. We hear Achilles in the first five minutes. Yes, we I did. <laughs> We're gonna be hammered here in about Can't five minutes at this five rate. Minutes. So we hear about the Killies, Baby, and the Country Singers, and then how they stepped it up. They're off to Las Vegas, obviously all on the same flight. Again, boring. I know. And then they hop into what kind of vehicle? I don't know if you noticed, Justin. Um, it was, imagine this. Too. It was a Ford. <laughs> now, this time, it was a Ford Explorer. They're getting crazy on the Amazing Whoa. Race. But they're no expanded. longer the Ford Focus. But <laughs> Upgrade. They were, of course, we're still like, welcome to the Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> they hop into their Ford Explorers, and here we have Dave and Connor. What they left all the mat doesn't even matter. I'm not even going to read the times they left the mat because it doesn't even matter. But they hop in to the Ford Explorers, but they're not the ones driving it. They have a driver, and it was just really weird how they were like, "Get in." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Wait for the dramatics. (laughs) I do really bad in awkward situations. I would have just busted out laughing. Laughing. Like I I wouldn't have been able to take it seriously. Be like, ooh. I'd be like, I don't know if you guys caught on. I uh, maybe I was just so bored already. But what happened with who pushed who? I didn't see it happen. Okay. Uh, They they didn't show it, but they just mentioned it in the taxi. How Caroline, I think, was like, oh, you know, Rachel was. Push, try to push me out of the way, and so I guess in either security or customs or something, yeah. uh, Brenchel, the uh, Rachel pushed Caroline out of the way and went in front of her. But okay, it is a race, and I would do that too if I saw them in front of me. I'd be like, "Excuse me, yeah, the final leg, get out of my yeah. way." Yep. 
Because every second counts, especially going through customs. You don't want to get stuck behind yeah. the wrong people. And let's be honest. like They're not going to be friends after this. No. So it's one of those things where it's like, if they were friends on the show, they might be like, oh, no, no, like, this is a true friendship. But there was no, no. love lost on no. this one. So it's like, no. even if they didn't win... Brenchel, why just yeah, I, just shove them because yeah. if you win, screw the show because you got a million bucks out of it, and if you don't win, you're never gonna see them again anyway. Well, that's kind of what I think was so interesting about this season is you see two different games being played. You have Dave and Connor and Caroline and Jen completely relying on a friendship mm-hmm. to get to the end, and then you have the other mentality, which is Brendan and Rachel, where we're not here to make friends, we're here to win. So yeah. it's just interesting that we kind of see both both situations really work yeah. out to their their favor because they all made it to the top with different mentalities yeah. on their gameplay but the nice people finish first <laughs> this is true so they get shuttled off into the desert in their little ford explorers and they had to just start digging dirt oh like but they were just told get out so and dig. random <laughs> get like out get dig. out and dig i mean okay <laughs> where for what like that challenge was uh, literally pulled out of someone's butt. But I really though, I I enjoyed though. They, you could tell they they just got out of off a European fight. They were all bitchy and tired, and it was totally great. It was bitchy. like it was. I felt like we were kind of watching when you have little kids in your back seat, and like he crossed the line, like his fingers yeah. on my side of the car, like like immediately they were like your dirt's in my hole, like <laughs> like throw you know your dirt of, on your side. Did you guys Get ever over see it, the movie Holes? Oh yeah, yes. where yeah, that's like I was like, oh my god, I'm watching Holes right now. <laughs> yeah, like, where's the, the little boy? TV version yeah. Of Holes. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, again, I we hear Dave and Connor whining already within the first ten minutes, saying, "Stop throwing dirt in our hole," and then the country singer saying, "The claws are coming out." They're and then Rachel dirty. goes, "Shut up, we're not." I mean. If you're having to dig a hole in a close proximity to the other teams, it is it is strategy to throw your dirt into oh, the other team's I hole. I would have had one teammate of my, I'd have my teammate digging for the clue, and I would just been taking all the dirt and just Pushing dumping it, it into everyone I else's. Too. Screw them! I'm kidding? sorry. Welcome to the race. I could smell if if I was in the race, I would have been smelling that million dollars mm-hmm. and doing anything. Mm-hmm. I would have. I would have yeah. for sure pushed the dirt. in The there. claws come out. Yeah, sure. And I, yeah, turn the hole. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then we, yeah, that's when we hear Rachel say, "What do you want us to do? Be polite, right?" And I agree. But I do like, I do like Brenchel's attitude about the race. I don't necessarily like their attitude just uh, in life. Yeah. But I do like that they're not. They're very sensitive when it comes to each other, but it's when it comes to like the tactics of the race, they're not as sensitive as the other teams. And mm-hmm. I actually do appreciate that. Like they're always the ones that are like, "This is the race. Get out of our way. We don't care how you feel about it." Right. Like. I do appreciate that. Like, they seem to really understand. Get over it. You're going to be U-turn, or this is going to happen. It's a race. Move on. Right. And I think a lot of that has to do with their experience in the reality world. You know, they were on Big Brother originally, then they went to do Amazing Race, and they were on Big Brother again. And so I feel like the more you do it, the more you learn about how to play and manipulate the game to your favor. Right. And having emotions involved is one of the most biggest downfalls for anyone who's ever been on a reality show. Exactly. Because you can't play with your heart all the time. You have to make moves to get ahead. Yeah. And Rachel's just a girl who has tough skin. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think... it, It would be hard to hurt her feelings, I think. And so she just, like... Blows it off and keeps going. Yeah. Which is a great mentality in this race. Yeah. Whereas the country girls, you know, a little shove, they get offended by that. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
You mentioned country girl. Yeah. I'm like almost out already. <laughs> I have we have a whole we have a whole bottle, so it's fine. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the teams Fill find the boxes and they are told that they must open the box and bring the contents. And again, Rachel, being the reality queen that she is, was so quick on her feet when she oh got into God. that car. She starts digging through the trunk, looking for like objects to help really open and pry open this box. And Dave and Connor and Caroline and Jen were like, uh, uh what do we do? We're gonna wait for these trucks. <laughs> she's, she's getting this crowbar out of the trunk <laughs> yeah, of this. Okay, uh, that was funny. Ford Honestly, Explorer. She, Brendan or Brendan's like, "What are you doing?" And she, her butt's just like hanging yeah. up here. She's like in the trunk trying to find something. I give her props. Like that was being proactive, but it was just funny. And I have to say, I'm really excited that the green sequins made it all the way to the finale. Oh, it Phil did. was impressed. Yeah, Phil there was, was a lot of sequins going on. A lot. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but oh I also looked God. on the box. It was like. It just told you. This is when you're like, "Oh God!" Moments because it said property of David Copperfield. And you go, <laughs> Jesus, God, here we go. Oh. And it was about what I expected. Not gonna lie, right. when they, uh, yes, yeah, so they, they drive in their cars to. Um, I forget the hotel. Maybe is it the Mirage? I don't know. It was some, yeah, lot to a hotel or something yeah. where they had to do their roadblock. And in this roadblock, I didn't even write down the details of what it was because it was just boring. Was, I mean, it was boring, but it was just, there's too many layers to this roadblock. <laughs> so the gist of it was you got chained up inside a box and um, on that strand, there was 50 keys. Only one of them unlocked all of the locks. And then you have to untie yourself and get out. But we never even saw them get out. So I was just like, what? I mean, it's a cool illusion. But then they just I, I want to ran- know how it happened. Yeah. And then yeah. they randomly just showed up in firefighter, like, outfits. That was my favorite part. David Copperfield's like, <laughs> well, they're, they're trying to be, like, serious. Like, oh, no, I hope they survived. Maybe we should call the fire department. Ah! <laughs> uh. Oh my god! I like, was just like, "Where's my boy? Where's my?" Son? No one reacted. Like they all <laughs> clearly knew they're not going to kill their right. teammate. So but I also found it kind of entertaining. I think it's because we also definitely have a. Pro- we know, you know, we understand a lot from the production side as well. And the first thing I wrote down was, "Wow, big production day!" Because it's one of those things where I feel like <laughs> when they were going through the storyboard of this episode, they were like. This is going to be huge, and it's going to be epic on our TV show. Because you see these aerial shots, which is already very expensive to put on your right. show, right? And you see these, there's fires, and there's these trucks. It wasn't just the box. Like, this was a huge area mm-hmm. for this challenge. And I was like, wow, they are pulling out all the stops budget-wise for this for this roadblock. And then you saw them do it, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, they spent so much money, I can't imagine, on this challenge as far as the the set of it. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, even, like, when they Damn were it. trying to unlock themselves, there wasn't enough of a, like, push to actually get out of the box fast. I mean, yeah, they were doing the keys and they were in a race, but it was just, like, they were taking their sweet time, like, doing the keys. There was mm-hmm. nothing, like... I don't know. I was, I was just like, I just wish we could have seen the execution of the entire illusion. Yeah. And I know that for David Copperfield, you don't reveal your secrets, but it's the amazing race. It's not David Copperfield. Right. So for me, I would like yeah. to have seen how it was executed, how they really got out and what really was the task and how they hand. randomly got in this costume. Well, I don't know, yeah. What was the time frame? Like, was that yeah. 20 minutes later that after they got put in their fire up and they came running up? Cause I mean, it seemed like they made it seem like these untrained performers that quickly got into their fire outfit and then came right. And I'm like, no, I bet there was quite a bit of time where oh, they were yeah. like, oh, here I am. Like, right. Ugh. But anyway, but Connor did great. He finished first. And then it was uh, Rachel and then the country girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
And then after they get out of their box and get their next clue, they have to make their way to the Neon Boneyard Museum. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. To, I mean, I didn't know that existed in Vegas. I didn't know that either. And I'm like, now I want to check it out yeah. because it's like a lot of history about the strip mm-hmm. and the different signs from the strip. Mm-hmm. But it was just so anticlimactic because the question mark, which is what the clue stated, was right, was right in front of them. And But Rachel had a tough time yeah, finding it. Yeah, but it wasn't so easy for parental, right. but... You know. Okay, and also, why couldn't they run? Oh, yeah, I, I noticed that too. He's like, no running. And Everyone like, said that, like, okay, and the country girls were like, okay, we're going to waddle. I was like, why can't you run? Because it's a dark and it's, I don't know, sharp sign? I don't know. I would have been running, like, okay, yeah, there might be a no running sign, but not for the freaking amazing race. Right. Yeah, screw But then what if you ran? That was considered cheating, then you had to take a penalty. You I mean, really maybe, like, stupid. on the clue or something, did it say no running? I don't... I, don't I didn't know. pick up on it. There's so many questions about rules that <laughs> we will get to in the second roadblock, but a lot of things I would like to know answers Weird. to. So they're at the Neon Boneyard Museum, where they have to search for the next clue, and they're told to look for the red and silver question mark or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And they have to unscrew a light bulb from it to bring to the Mirage Casino and Hotel. And the country singers, because of their amazing taxi driver, were the first team to show up at the Mirage. And that's when I started to think, oh my gosh, the country yeah. singers actually have a shot. Yeah. At winning that the taxi race. driver was insane. Yeah. But that taxi driver was insane. But Brenchel knew their taxi driver sucked. And <laughs> the he worst. went he went up to the taxi driver that the country girls had and said, I will give you $25 if you just take us right now. I don't know what kind of taxi driver in Vegas would say, No, I want to wait. Yeah. But this is where two I think cute blonde hair girls. Say, he was like, Hell yeah. Charming nature comes into play with their strategy. Is this guy? He's probably single. Has two beautiful blondes, and they're he's of course around. with him. Yeah, of course, it worked to their favor. But I really wanted to see Brenchel pull a Marie and steal that cab. That's I know. all I wanted. I was like, honestly, yeah. steal they, the cab. And clearly, they want to win this race so bad. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't just get in and be like, "We're not getting out unless you let us." But in. would have been amazing. The producers wouldn't have allowed it. But if the taxi driver would have have such loyalty to those girls, he should have said yes. Had them get into the cap and then just go like get lost <laughs> and be like this is Don't what you get for, for for screw these two nice girls. Right? I'm gonna totally screw you over. And that's where I felt a little bit a sympathy for Brunchell because they had probably the world's worst taxi driver <laughs> yeah. ever yes. on the Amazing Race in the final leg. Just horrible. Well, how Didn't can you understand be... how you're a taxi driver? How can you be a taxi driver in Vegas and not know where a hotel is on the strip? Like the Mirage. That You can look up yes. and just see the sign. Yeah. Well, it was even too like there'd be a green light and they'd be like you can go. <laughs> like that green means go. Yeah. <laughs> and how many times did they say we're in a race? We're in a race. Can you go fast? I was like Although I did almost puke when they kept saying, it's for the baby. Oh, my God. It's for the baby. <laughs> Drink, baby. Yes. Uh, I would have been drunk how many times they said baby. Baby. And, like, uh, if, and if, I was, if I was a taxi driver, I'd be like, oh, crap. Like, you're pregnant. Like, what baby? I'm going to go slower now, being nervous. There's some baby on board. You we have talking a baby. About it. It's but I think, baby. I think that's probably why they started to trickle back in the back of the pack for the final three, because... They were so frantic and so passionate about winning yeah. that they yeah. weren't really thinking, thinking clearly about what needed to be done because they got to the Mirage and couldn't even find the back entrance. They yeah. were at the front. They were running no. through the lobby for a little bit. <laughs> and I love it because Rachel was like, oh, don't worry. I used to work at the Mirage. I know where the employee entrance is. 
And then they couldn't find the clue box, and they just decided to search the entire hotel. Yeah. When she said that, I was like, girl, that you hotel could, that would take is... hours, okay? Yeah, when Brenda's like, it's just like it's in the hotel, so I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, just somewhere in this small hotel. Just read your clue. That's <laughs> it. Just read your clue. And I, I really thought Brinchel was going to have an upper hand on this leg because anyone who knows Big Brother, I was just waiting for Rachel to say, I am Vegas because she's so passionate about being from Vegas mm-hmm. that on Big Brother she'd always say, I am Vegas. Right. She never mentioned it once and I thought they were going to do better because of her prior yeah. knowledge of At the strip. Vegas, yeah. yeah. And she definitely has mentioned it, you can tell to the racers because as soon as they read Vegas at they the beginning knew. of this trip, like Dave and Con were like, oh crap. Right. Like They probably didn't say crap because they're more but they're probably like, oh shoot. <laughs> She's from Vegas. They're going to they're they're get it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Before we move on to the light bulb screwing, we know it's our finale after show, but Justin, what is our star rating? <laughs> People, <laughs> we really do mean this in excitement, and now we're going to start like t- turning our podcast off because we're like, we get it, Justin. Stop reminding us. But this time, it is, it is more of a thank you. Yes. But I checked again, and we were in the top three... Um, rated shows of this past yes. week. Yes, well. that's because of yes. you guys. That is true. Oh wow! And the crowd goes wild. But no, but um, even though it's the last one of this season, um, trust me, like we still keep track of it, and we want to make sure that we get off to the next season on a right on a strong note. So please, once again, continue to download, rate, subscribe, and comment. comment. Yes, the whole the whole. You guys know the drill at this point. Like I, you know, just thank you for doing it. Keep mm. it up and uh, share with your friends on YouTube and. Let's get those uh, those views up, yes. comments up, and you guys have been amazing all season. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. We had over a thousand views on our after show from last week, mm-hmm. and I just want to give some shout outs because it is our finale after show. We like to give credit where it's due. Edgar Cardona and Team PH Konsky Hogan PM Siratin. I'm probably butchering a lot of these, but just know we are very appreciative oh, for you your guys. feedback. Sansha Soul Hedgehog 7. Uh, we have Mia Carson, Anthony G, Laura D, General 4950, Asike, <laughs> Libro What did you just say? <laughs> Hanalim0305. Jeremy Woods has been a loyal fan through and through. Yeah. So Jeremy Woods, thank you. You tweet us, you comment, you really are interactive with us and giving your feedback and we know you are a Brenchel's fan and we think you're probably Brenchel's number one fan. Lazaro Laguna, Lainey Bug Mazur, the Wawa Fish. God, there's a lot of creative people on YouTube. <laughs> DP 224. Gosh. That's, and I like you're just Grammy making Cross. some of these things up now at this point. And champagne's getting to me. I was <laughs> like, I've been, I've been reading these comments and I don't know if I um, have seen all of these names, but no. Uh, Jessica, of course, Caballero has always been uh, tweeting me Super yes. cool, yeah. um, but that Payam you mentioned earlier, he's one that tweeted me and uh, that message and said that drink game should be just in talking about the ratings. So and here uh, we are doing it. Here yep. we are. You guys threw me into the bus. And of again. course, on Twitter to Connor Wilson, he's always really good at getting back to us and watching our show and really giving us feedback on what we have to say. And last but not least, Heidi Bolero. Yes. How can we forget Heidi Bolero? She's we love Heidi. So faithful. So faithful show. to us. And I hope you are happy with how much we are actually praising Brinchel tonight. We've done we've show. done really well. Pretty well. It's because yeah. we're scared of our fans. And because she didn't win, that's why. My number one, Shannon. 
Yeah. I'm sorry that the server's down tonight and you can't watch live, but Shannon at Snowmets on Twitter, thank you so much for always watching our after show live. <laughs> well, you eat, Shannon, you even got a little jingle out of chance. Whatever's in the champagne, <laughs> I tell you, you're just making up names, you are singing. Like, this is great, James. Keep Thanks. it up. Thanks, I try. <laughs> so going on to some light bulb screwing. Okay. Uh, they get to the mirage and they are told that they have to take the window cleaner thing up to the top and screw in the light bulbs for the letter I on the mirage sign. How exciting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'd be pulling a gen. I'd be having a hard time with the heights. Really? And to just know that I'm dangling from two wires or how many wires we're holding up the window cleaner thing. Woo. Mm-mm. Oh, I'd be Mm-mm. all about it. I think that'd be so cool. Me too. I think it'd be great. Yeah. I'd be like this. I just wouldn't see down. I'd be like, all right, I'm screwing a light bulb. Don't look down. Can you smell heights? Like, why would you cover no, up your like, nose? Don't look Because I can do this, but if I had this. Oh. oh. For those that are watching on YouTube right now, you saw James cover up his nose and was like, don't look down. What? Sorry. Someone farted. Don't look down. <laughs> the show's gone all Don't wrong. look down. Don't look down. But Caroline and Jen, first one to the top, they start screwing in their light bulbs. And yep. Out of nowhere, Dave and Connor show up, and they actually, I don't know, they are just good with their hands or something. Just like, just screwing in those light bulbs like it's no big deal. Um, anywho. Wow. And then James, Brent- <laughs> you've had some practice moves. <laughs> and then Brentel shows up. God knows where they've been. I mean, they were gone for a little They've been running to the hotel looking for their clue. Oh, but my gosh. All of them are dangling up there, but... Mm. Lo and behold, Dave and Connor were the first team to get it right, but they first thought 240, and they did the smart thing rather than recounting by just upping it one. Yeah. That's probably what I would have done. Yeah. No, I, I would have recounted like an idiot. I mean, like, actually, I, I was actually really impressed, and they were like, let's just keep trying. I'm like, I would have been like, oh, I know, one, I would have too. Two. I would have been like, okay. I was so impressed when they did that. <laughs> maybe that means, maybe that really puts me down intelligence-wise, but I'm just like, that was so smart. Went, 241, 241. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm just... No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm just, I'm just dissing on this season more and more. What happens? Um, so Caroline and Jen, they left second, and then Brencha left third. So we go on to the final roadblock. And this is where it's just like everything just kind of blended together. And I really wish they would have had the challenge where it's putting together the whole in one challenge. Yeah. Because it also that. it also allows us as viewers to go back and be like, okay, what was and this challenge? It. And oh yeah, I remember that challenge. And so, anyways, this was but I do love skydiving. It was always fun. It was cool. Especially, I mean, skydiving at night in Vegas over the strip. That would have been cool. Yeah. This is so, the light up uniforms, the yeah. flames, and it would have been cool. And, and not knowing, everyone at the bottom, not knowing, like looking up and just seeing this black thing falling down and not knowing who it was, that would have been cool too. It's been super cool. Although this is also, we've been so good to Brenchel say on today's episode, so I'll end that now. This is where she started being like, this is where I saw, once again, the Rachel that I'm used to seeing. Yes. Where she just started crying, and she was just like, it's just because I won it so bad. It was like dry tears. So do the other teams, girl. Like, shut up. Like, everyone's that bad. Keep going. Keep hustling. And don't just think because you can cry and you're emotional. Like, that deserves you to win this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That drove me It was like crazy. dry tears. It was like whiny and pouty. <clears throat> yeah. It was like yeah. no, no water coming out of her eyes. But... I mean, I feel I, you said like all the other teams want it too, but we never really heard them. We never really heard them say, "I want this. I want to win." We we just maybe that's because well, we were so focused on Rachel saying it. Over and over. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes also Rachel knows that she's great television, mm-hmm. and she knows 
She knows yeah. why she is good television. It's because of those. The crying. So I feel right. like she almost like gets in this point where she's like, hmm, I haven't cried in like four episodes. That's why everyone loves me. I'm real. <laughs> so she's like, she's like when she needs to. Yeah. <laughs> she turned uh, it up way too much. She turned it up a little though. high. I love how she's like, I mean, we're still in this. I just pray that someone messes up. I know. I was like, oh. The best thing to pray for. Dear Can someone just someone die out there? Can there, someone okay? please just, <laughs> just horribly <laughs> screw up? Thanks. So, oh, we were doing so well with our Brunchel fans till right then. Sorry. I mean, they probably were thinking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's just... Yeah. It's it was, Rachel, it was entertaining. It was television. Okay, we're over the baby story. Like, come on, girl. I don't think you winning Amazing Race Drinking. is going to literally determine if you're having a baby or not. Which we saw at the pit stop in their interview where they, were, they said... Well, we're just going to wait till Brandon is done graduating. Yeah. Like, you oh. probably would have waited for him to be done graduating before Anyways. having a baby. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So he the roadblock, we girl. see Dave do it, Caroline, and Rachel. But I love how if, once Dave and Connor got there, you hear Dave go, you're going to do it to Connor first. And this is where there's been a lot of conflict and controversy going on on social media because anyone who knows Amazing Race, there was a rule that was you know stated into mm-hmm. the game at one point where you have to evenly distribute roadblocks, which made the game interesting because, as we were discussing earlier before we went live tonight, the fact that, all right, well, if we're a team on the race, if I'm going to do this puzzle challenge, you might get stuck doing something that you don't feel comfortable with next time. Right. So you have to kind of really think ahead about what you might get stuck with that you might not be good at. Yeah. So, again, I don't know how Connor got away with doing eight Roadblocks and Dave only doing five. And then if you look at the, st- the statistics as well with Caroline Jen, it's seven and six. And then Brenchel is seven, seven and six as well. So yeah. why is theirs different than the other teams? Yeah, because that- they wanted him for the storyline to land as the oldest person to, I, you know, I think they yeah. wanted that like moment. I don't but know. If had Connor got stuck doing it, it would have been nine and four. With this, with the stats. Wow. Connor would have done nine roadblocks and Dave would have only have done four. So oh. I just, the numbers, but aim, everyone I don't who get did it. the roadblock earlier, it was the other partner who did this one. Yeah. I think it's probably why it got forced to be Dave. Yeah. Yeah. So, but still, I mean, I, I know a lot of people out there were just tweeting it and asking what we thought about it because I think it's a little fishy. I mean, the fact that they didn't even announce that the rule changed. I yeah, just, I think if you want to keep fans, how do in the we know? Loop, if the, 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 you know the rule changed. I just feel like it had. It to. had to have because they, they allowed no way it. They would have gotten away with it. Boy, I love our afterbuzz, our afterbuzz fans though, because they are so. They know they're, they're like they're on it. Like yeah. that's so cool, and it's so much fun to have such educated fans too. Where like they're the ones that pointed out. I'm like, you know what? That's a really good point. Like, and the fact that CBS thought they could just slide that one without announcing the rule has changed. Like, right. the fans are going to know. Like, yeah, exactly. they 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 love the show. They know the rules. Right. explain it. Yeah. And that's why in CBS's defense, because I know people think it's rigged or whatever for Dave and Connor to win. I mean, that's their opinion. But rules are rules. There probably was a rule on this race that said it didn't need to be evenly distributed. But I feel like it, that was such a pivotal point to a season of the race that set the tone for other seasons. They probably should have informed Announced the race, it. Yeah. Our, our race fans that this is the new rule, so anything goes with the roadblock. Right. It doesn't yeah. have to be even. So, But... It looks like at the roadblock, Dave and Caroline were pretty neck and neck. So they had to go up in this yeah. helicopter above the strip, which looked awesome. Uh-huh. And they had to find, which I believe was on the Aria digital board, the thing that said, make your way to the raceway of Vegas. Yeah. And that's your landing zone. I loved this whole finish line. This is a I different. I loved it too. It's different from any season we've seen. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Sin oh, City, of course. <laughs> Sin City. No. I was hoping they'd be dressed up in like Elvis outfits. Because isn't oh. there some annual thing where people skydive in Elvis outfits? Yep. I thought maybe I've seen it in a movie. <laughs> Making I didn't it up. Know that, but... <laughs> Making it up. It's a champagne. <laughs> it's getting to me. But I loved it. It's never been done before. Skydiving to the pit stop. I thought it was a great way to end an all star season. It's something different. That's probably the only positive thing I really liked yeah, about same with me. this episode was it was something new and different. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how the teams were reacting at below like who is that who is that falling from there and then when the flames started happening they were like Ooh. is that supposed to happen <laughs> <laughs> someone just blew up someone <laughs> just blew up but the way the editing made it look was it made Caroline or made Jen or was it Caroline Caroline, Caroline. it made Caroline and Dave look neck and neck with yeah. the way they are parachuting yeah. down who was it going to be and I thought they did a really great at executing that because I didn't even know and they, and yeah. they said like that at one point it seemed like they were, they were, they were both in the air mm-hmm. like they said that uh-huh. you could see another skydiver jump after they already seen one jump so it was they made it seem like anyway it was truly that close well that really was who knows yeah. but great oof. editing it was yeah a great yeah, a great challenge yeah so we see Dave is the one that lands first, and him and Connor run to the finish line. All the teams are hooting and hollering. You see Leo and Jamal mm-hmm. run and give them hugs before yeah. they even get up on the platform. Again, I'm not surprised that Dave and Connor won. My only critique about this whole thing is any season of The Amazing Race, the finish line has been filled with tears and jumping up and down and it's exciting to see a team win. Jason and Amy, for instance, when they won last season, mm-hmm. they were crying, they were jumping at each other, they were kissing. Like, yeah, it, it was, was like you wanted to be excited for them. Bumps. Yeah, and it was genuine, real emotion. I feel like with Dave and Connor, it was more like they expected to win or they knew that they were going to win, so they kind of already were desensitized to the fact that they were winning. That it was just so boring and I was like, Connor, you're kind of a robot. Where yeah. are your emotions? Dave, I expected you are kind of a crier. I was expecting more of Waterworks than what I saw. Yeah. Shocked. And, and even when they mentioned, you know, this year, they're this time last year or whatever, you know, um, Connor was going through chemo. Mm-hmm. It was still like, yeah, they were talking and sharing the story, but where's the emotion? It was, it just seems so. Not genuine. No. At all. And that's what was frustrating for me. Because, yeah. you know, if, if Brenchel had crossed that finish line, oh. there would have been dramatics. Oh. It would have been a huge theatrical production yes. of the Brenchel show. <laughs> She's good TV. And that would have been more entertaining than seeing Dave and Connor. I mean, again, I don't want to discredit their win. Well-deserved. Congratulations. Yeah. I think they, as far as life and real world, they deserve the money because of everything they've gone through. I think if you're looking at a race resume and who was probably consistent on a competition level, I think Brenchel probably deserved to win on that in that respect yeah it just wasn't in the cards for them no but uh dave and connor they won so many legs back to back true that's true that's why i don't want to discredit them yeah i just feel like i think it was well deserved so expected i I like like it it obvious i like it that you know he was the oldest and so like a lot of the older people watching the show now like yeah you know age doesn't age doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and i also like that it was the the first parent child team to win I liked that. No. Well, I, what you just said goes back to another criticism I had. I felt like the whole finish line was just very preachy and a huge publicity stunt. It was like, oh, you're the oldest person to win, and you're yeah. also the first parent-child team to win. Congratulations. It's like a selling point for what yeah. this season was all about. Like breaking history. It was just like, okay, this. I feel like it was Dave and Connor's season to win. I don't think anyone else was meant to win this season. No. They did all along. 
It wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. I mean, that's just me being really harsh, and I apologize. <laughs> it's the champagne. It's just frustrating, because I'm a huge fan, and I just don't feel like it was played out the way it should have. Fair. No, it was It was definitely, like I said, I think this was one of the coolest challenges, and then, yeah, once it got to the mat, you were just kind of like, uh, you know, it's still like, it was still only a 44-minute show, you know, an hour-long yeah. show, but it was still just 44 minutes, and then you're right, once it got onto the mat, and the mat was kind of like towards the last minute or two of the show, where then it was just kind of like... You know, Phil just being like, and thanks for watching Amazing Race. Poof. And you like, yeah. see the teams oh. run up to the mat and they're hugging and you hear other teams speaking about their experience over over yeah. the celebration and you don't even get any of that this so It really felt just like another episode. Like, I mean, I'm still waiting for one more to yeah. come. Yeah. Honestly, when Caroline landed, she was more excited than Dave and Connor when she ran up to the yeah. mat and hugged them. She, was, she showed way more excitement than they did and they just won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah, they deserved it, but... You know, you want your country girls. I Okay, how would you have felt if it Drinking. was the country girls? I would have been shocked, and I would have been like, all right. I was No, they... I, I like I them, but they don't deserve to win. They I Don't get, don't get mad at me. No, I'm not. I love them, and I'm thrilled that they That's made it to the top three. And I think they deserve to be in the top three because they played it smart. They were friends but first, competitors second. The way they, they played the game worked to their favor. It did. If they won, though, I mean, I couldn't even imagine what people would say. Uh Uh-huh. Because they got two non-elimination rounds. Yeah. And if they won the race, people would... Flip. Flip. Like, people would honestly probably stop watching Amazing Producers would have, like, tackled them. Because they would have thought the entire thing was rigged. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's kind of sad to think of that. Like, even now, people are saying that Dave and Connor were meant to win. So, basically, the only team that... People that could have won when people were would not be bashing about the amazing race is Brunchel. Yeah, hundred percent. And I I think you know for coming in third, I felt like Rachel and Brendan really composed themselves well. They went out with class, and I even text Rachel. I was like, despite all the odds that you had to go through on this final leg with the horrible taxi and whatever else that they didn't show, mm-hmm. you guys went out with your heads held high, and you should be proud of the way you played because you're the first team in amazing race history to make it to the top three. Twice. Twice. Yeah. They've never been eliminated on a mat. They've never heard Phil say you have been eliminated. eliminated. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. They made history yeah. just as much as Dave and Connor did. Yeah. But, but Dave and Connor have never heard Phil say you've been eliminated either. Well, they self eliminated. I mean, yeah. When you, were, I guess, yeah. That's true. That's true. They weren't eliminated because of things that right. were in their yeah. control. Yeah. Out of their control. I don't know. True. I'm glad. Here's the thing, though. Overall, I think it was still entertaining characters on the show. Um, we still had lots to talk about and lots of laughs this season, but I'm not going to lie. I think myself and I'm sure you guys and many of our viewers and listeners out there are thrilled for kind of a reset button. Yes. You know, like that was fun. Let's move on to the next season. And I think they're going to go back to season. old school, like just like the like regular participants. Yeah. Let's dive into news and gossip then about next season, yeah. shall we? After Buzz TV News. <laughs> I always wish that was Jason's voice because he's always like, after buzz, predictions. So for news and gossip, the only news that I have is that, you know, we've all come to learn that The Amazing Race is now going to be on Friday nights this fall. And I don't know how you feel about that, but we are all in kind of an agreement that 
It's the end of the line, maybe, for Amazing Race. They're probably trying to kill it off. Yeah. Because that's the best time slot. Because there's a, you know, there's a a saying here in the entertainment industry in LA, if your show goes to Friday night, that's where a show goes to die. So, you know, maybe they'll prove it wrong. And they'll... Yeah, we don't know that. And the ratings have not dropped, as you said earlier. So, who knows? Maybe, you know, the loyal Amazing Race fans will continue, but to watch on Friday... What would you guys like to see different if, you know, with the Amazing Race mm-hmm. season 25? I mean, 25 seems like a big, iconic number in the series. So, yeah. do you think they're going to try to change it up or amp it up a little bit? I do, a little bit. I mean, I saw um, a really neat interview with Phil. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was through TV Guide. And they were just talking to him. And he he can't say it like how we can, um, but he definitely seemed to have the same views about this past season uh-huh. that we did. And he <laughs> goes, I really like the All-Stars, of course. But he goes... What makes Amazing Race magic is the having people put in extraordinary circumstances who are not used to this. You could tell Phil was also like, I need to move on to the next season. Yeah. yeah. His he said that, wasn't but he said in this interview that he's so excited because they're gonna they're gonna go to all new cities, do all new things, and they have people that you know, a fresh cast of personalities that we uh-huh. don't know, and we're gonna see people who don't know how to Beyond play race. play to the crowd. They don't. They're, they're not people who know how to play up their personality right. to be invited back on another episode, another season. They're just going to be themselves and lost. And I think it's going to be great television. The Amazing Race that we that we love. Yeah, and I also think that's part of the Amazing Race is getting yourself invested in another person's kind of life and story and relationship. Where all these people, we already knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. What do you I, think, James? I think it would be fun. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the uh, Amazing Race Family Edition. I thought it was cute. I, was just I thought say it was that. something different. I own it on DVD. I would like to see them maybe bring it back and maybe read. <laughs> what? I just picture all these DVDs so in your room. What are the? What, how was the Family Edition? Like, was it how many? It was teams of four, okay, and it was like four. you know they had a father and his son-in-laws, and then they had like a widowed wife and her, her three children. They had a family of four, like your all-American family. So if it was like. A mother, so let's say, you know, someone didn't have, only had one child, let's mm-hmm. say. Would they bring in, like, another family member? It could be aunts and It could be, oh, like, okay. so yeah. an uncle, mom, and son. See, it, it that would be fun. Because, honestly, family members, they can bicker, and they do bicker, yeah. and they bring out... You know, they always get mad or yell at the people they love the most. So right. that would be pretty intense. And I think the only critique about that season, though, is they didn't go enough to international places. Which, mm. I mean, you kind of have to appreciate the race for what it is. It was cool to see American families race through America. I mean, yeah. to me, it was just fun because you don't really get to explore America. I think we forget about American tourism. Yeah. So it's just kind of fun to see that. But I think if they brought it back, maybe a little bit more international, maybe a little bit older teams rather than having like a nine-year-old because they had nine-year-olds on the show. Uh, I think it'd be interesting to see team of three because there's always going to be one odd man out and decision-making, yeah. which can make things a little bit dramatic. Uh-huh. It might be fun to see them bring back rivals, like a team, someone from your team and someone from my team coming together and being on a team. That would be cool. To be forced together. No, stop bringing back racers. I'm just no. saying. Yeah. Or how no. about they bring, they do a really good job at casting and finding like backwoods people, upscale people that have never been outside of the U.S. Yes. That have never traveled, have no international experience, no language experience. And so everyone's kind of on this the fresh same. slate. So their experiences are 100% Have the they same. ever Perfect. done where they just cast singles and then they randomly pair them up? That would be cool. Like a personality compatibility But like test. what if they did like. Like no one knows anyone on the race. But, like, honestly, it would be funny if they did, like, polar opposites. I mean, someone who, like, lived in, you know, 
the South and then like a Los Angeles Beverly Hills girl. Yeah. And then they did like some teams that were like identical people. And then they did like that would be kind well, of that interesting. would make it a bit more of a social experiment. Yeah. Which yeah. could make things very interesting. Like do opposites attract or do Ooh. the same people get more like along? Why that don't they be... start calling us for these ideas? Come right? on, CBS. We are working hard with here. Year. Okay, but I do know, so I really wanted to apply for the amazing race with my mom, and I do know that you have to be an American citizen. Because I'm not an American oh, citizen. Oh, no. So. And you and your mom would have been perfect. My I saw their audition video. They're so cute. I know. We even made an audition video, and it was pretty bomb, but I'm so sad. Anyways, maybe we'll just get our, we'll get dual citizenship. Done. Just for the amazing race. <laughs> Uh, well, I want you to leave their comments below and let us know what you want to see for Amazing Race Season 25, because it's a pretty huge number yeah. for a season, that, a series that's been around forever. Are you guys going to be doing any After Buzz shows this summer? Do you, Where can they find you guys? <laughs> I'm not doing any other shows this summer, but who knows? We're going to still get together, and we'll still tweet you, so if you want to just randomly say hi, yeah, please. please do. You can find me at DressJessXO. And you guys can still find me on all the social media um, platforms at Justin J. Nichols. And then I am really excited to be back here with Team After Buzz for The Amazing Race yes! next season. Yay! I can't wait. I'm already 25. counting down the days. Yes. You can find me. I'm going to be starting hosting The After Buzz Show for The Quest. It's a new okay. ABC reality series that's Ooh. produced by the same producers of The Amazing Race. Nice. So if you like The Amazing Race, check out The Quest because I'll be one of the hosts on The After Show this summer. You can also check me out on The Survivor After Show this week. I'm going to be hosting the the finale oh. After Show, weighing in on Survivor, which I'm another super fan I'm a nerd about. So make sure you tune into that on Friday morning at 11, p- 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can find me on Twitter at James Wallington. And on Instagram at Mr. James Wally. Yeah. And this is so bittersweet. Okay, he just totally showed us that. I know. <laughs> wow. So James pretty much just lives here at After All Buzz right. Studios. And cheers to cheers. season 25. Season tw- to 25. But Woo! it was a hell of a season 24. And of course, you guys have Thank been fantastic guys. for listening, for watching. It's been it's been so much fun. Yes. A true Great show. Monday nights. Yes. And see you guys in the fall on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 